The healthcare industry has undergone transformational change in the past 10 years, especially as it relates to the implementation of technology. Even so, there's much more to do and many companies are out there doing it, but you don't know about them. At Intrepid Healthcare, our podcast will bring you the crazy ones, the rebels, the troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. The people that are crazy enough to think they can change the world in healthcare. So sit tight and enjoy as we tell the story of another thought leading trailblazer. Welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I'm your host, Joe Lavelle, and I'm joined today by my friend and colleague, Todd Schnick, for a conversation with another trailblazing health IT innovator. Good morning, Todd. I'm really excited to talk today with a company that's been a long-time leader in the hospital IT systems market. Yeah, Joe, good to be with you. I, too, am looking forward to this conversation. Cool company doing some amazing work. That's right. We're going to get right to it today. We're joined by Christine Parent, Associate Vice President for Marketing for Meditech. Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for making the time. Before we start a discussion today, could you take a few seconds and tell the audience about you and your background? Sure. I actually started with Meditech about 21 years ago, and I have been in healthcare for my entire professional life, mostly on the operational side. I actually installed healthcare systems for a variety of customers, both in the United States, Canada, and abroad. So we have a very well-defined, developed area of understanding really the inner workings of what happens within the healthcare system. Most recently, I spent and split my time working with our Atlanta division, which is where our home care and hospice industry is based out of, really being the operational director, again, further defining and breaking into other care areas to truly understand what the structure is of the evolving healthcare landscape. And most recently, as of March, I moved over to work with our new Vice President for Sales and Marketing, Helen Waters, and I'm really trying to help deliver the message around our solutions, how we're clinically sophisticated, where we believe the industry is going, why we're excited about our new mobile web-based EHR product, and really help deliver and get that message out there. All right. Well, you've teed up several questions there. I appreciate that. Would you take a couple of minutes now and provide our audience with a 10,000-foot overview of Meditech? Meditech has been in the healthcare HIS business for 46 years. We were founded by Neil Papalardo, who was a graduate of MIT. He crossed the Charles River and started to work at Mass General. And he developed what many believe is the first HIS platform and what the first application that he put from an automated perspective was a lab system. So as he was working in the interworkings of the hospital developing that lab system, he really had an eye out there understanding that there was a need to automate the other areas within the hospital as well and integrate so that they were much more productive. So he started to roll out financial applications in an integrated fashion, clinical applications. We've then, obviously, with the changes in an evolving healthcare landscape, he has gone into the outpatients with the oncology, surgery centers, and physician offices, long-term care, essentially the post-acute. And I think I mentioned previously that we have a very strong home care and telehealth system as well. So we've evolved over the years, as I mentioned, 
We're in the Boston area. We have about 2,400 employees right now. So we're very excited. We're excited to see where healthcare is going. And like I mentioned, we've always been known as an innovative first company. And with our new 6-1 mobile web-based products, we believe that we have really revolutionized how users are going to interact with a system and how we can actually bring back productivity into the care area. Well, Jill and I are also very excited about where healthcare is going, so appreciate your important work. Just for the benefit of the audience, just clarify the exact market that you serve and walk us through who some of your target customers are. Sure. Meditech actually has 26% of the U.S. market share for hospitals and healthcare systems in the United States. We also represent over 40% of the Canadian market share. And I mentioned before that, um, you know, we have 2,400 hospitals worldwide, and we have some corporate companies that we work with that are essentially partners of ours, both Meditech South Africa as well as Meditech Australia. So we are in a very diverse and international space. Just to give you an example, our market share by bedside is pretty global, from 23% from under 100-bed hospitals to 17% to over 400 bed hospitals. So again, the system really runs the gamut in various areas. I would say our niche has traditionally been that community hospital. We haven't traditionally gone after the large teaching facilities, and that's more of a business decision on our end. We understand that healthcare is done at the local level and have been always focused and committed to that community market, and they're doing some great things out there. So yes, we have a very loyal customer base. If you can imagine, we've been, as I mentioned, in the business for 46 years. And just to give you a perspective of what that means, I think it's special to the industry, is about 75% of our customers have been with us for 10-plus years. So, again, a very strong, active, and successful customer base. We just recently had two customers that was awarded the Davies Award, which is the Ontario Shores and also Hilo, and that obviously goes to how strong and sophisticated and great things that the customers are doing in the field with our software. That's great. One of the topics we deal with a lot in this last year, post-meaningful use, post-EHR, is physician productivity. What are you guys doing to help physicians improve their productivity? That is a great question, and again, I don't know if you saw in the Chicago Tribune about a week ago, there was an article that talked about how electronic record mandates, how some doctors are really burnt out and feel that their EHRs are not delivering the value that they'd expect an EHR to deliver. So what I would say to you is this. I do believe that this is a time where we're asking more of the physicians, that we are asking them to be more productive. And so I will say that we believe that we have a good uh, solution in that area. What we're hearing from physicians is they want usability. They want mobility. They want the flexibility of the system. They want the speed of the system, and they really need the integration to make sure that the information is available to them when they need it based on where the patient presents. So I will say that we have just delivered in 2015 our first web-based EHR platform with the ambulatory environment. And the feedback that we are receiving based on, again, moving from the belief that within a hospital that these are desktop workers. So the point and click, the mouse, the keyboards, 
really doesn't work within this environment. I think that's where we're getting some of the frustrations from the physician community. They are a very mobile environment, and this is what we need to do is make sure that they have the right tools in their hands to do their job, be productive, and gain back some of that productivity. We believe that our new web ambulatory and EHR really is doing that, putting a tablet, many iPad in their hands, allowing them to be mobile at the patient's bed to do the documentation, not by clicks, but essentially by swipes and taps. And when we went off to design this, we are software technology company, but we are not physicians. So we went ahead and we brought physicians in at the ground level of really redeveloping this process. So not only is the system user interface completely revolutionized, but we also embedded the physicians in the design, embedded the physicians in the usability testing, had multiple focus groups that reached over 30 plus physicians within our community that brought in the expertise that our 46 years essentially had the reach to do. So we do believe that they needs to be more mobile. We do believe that they do need to gain back their productivity. And we believe that's essentially what they're going to be looking for for an EHR in the future. Well, as you said, we certainly are expecting them to do more, to do it faster, to do it better. So appreciate your important work there. Let's shift focus a bit to the patient. After all, this is what this is all about in the long run. So what are you doing? What are you focusing on in terms of improving the patient experience? We're doing a lot around the patients, actually. Obviously, Meaningful Use has pushed the patient portal concept with percentages and being able to meet those percentages and really start to engage that patient to try to be part of what we call the care team, right? So now the patient is at the center of everything that is done within the healthcare system. We're also doing a lot around just consumerism specifically around some of the Fitbits and other devices that are out there in the environment that patients are actively engaged on on a daily basis. And if you're collecting that information out there for your own use, why not take back that information and provide it in a valuable, meaningful format back into the patient portal, back into the EHR, so that when someone is looking at a patient's health, they're able to trend. If they have a chronic disease, which we know that's on the rise, they're able to track their glucose with the patient, identify and alert them if there's something that's changing, and really be able to be actionable with the data, make sure that they're getting to them to try to prevent a decrease in the patient's health so that they're not showing up at the doctor's office sick or at the ED. It's all about the consumer experience these days. And so we are partnering with folks to make sure that we have what we need so that essentially, again, the patient's always at the center of everything we do. They're part of the process and really part of their own care team. Christine, you mentioned you have a new version 6.1. What else can you tell us about version 6.1? one, as I mentioned, is a web-based platform. So that's being redefined in the ambulatory right now that's actually live at two facilities, over 100 doctors that are actually using the system. We will be delivering on our web ED and our web inpatient in 2016. So we have a busy 2016 to look forward to. 
Our 6-1 platform really is reimagining everything associated with our EHR. We're including oncology. We're including surgical services. There's been a lot of advancements on the outpatient side. So when we speak with the CFOs out there, one of the things that they always say is that they're barely breaking even on the inpatient side, that really their revenue generation is mainly on the outpatient these days. So a lot of what we've done in 6-1 is to not only make sure that they have the tools that they need, but truly make sure that regardless of their care environment, that we have the integration and the product selections that they need to be successful as they move forward. I know that we're going to talk about population health, but that's also where a lot of our energy and resources have gone into 6-1 to make sure that we truly have what you need for that future EHR, be it 3, 5, seven years from now. 6-1 also is interesting and it lends itself to some development work we're doing these days. We believe the future is in the cloud. We believe that the changes that we're making internally with our 6-1 platform is really moving us into that direction. So we don't have anything to announce today, but we believe that we will have something to announce shortly where we essentially will talk about what that direction is and what that timing is. But we do envision that Meditech in the next three, five years is going to be in the cloud, and that's where we believe all EHR systems will be going. Yeah, I would tend to agree with you on that. We're looking forward to hearing more about what you're doing. And we do want to get into population health, but before we go there, no surprise to you, Christine, that interoperability is a big theme on this show, a big challenge in the industry. Walk us through what Meditech's approach is with regards to interoperability. Sure. You can imagine, as we talk about the different care areas in the different care environments, Meditech would always love you to have our system in every single one of those. We are a full EHR integrated system, but we understand the realities are just not that, that whether you have an affiliation or you're in an ACO, you need to be able to communicate amongst the different environments, amongst the different care settings, amongst the different vendors. And so when we look at interoperability, I will say, I go back to the patient. I know that sometimes when we talk about connections, we get more into the technical side. But in true reality, interoperability is about the patient making sure that the data is where it needs to be, when it needs to be there, so that they can be provided, the physicians or their care providers, with the complete picture and actually provide with better quality care. So what are we doing? We have 200,000 interfaces that are already in the field that are being used by our customer base. We have 30 million CCD exchanges per year amongst our customers. And we have immunization data exchanged with public health agencies in all 50 states. We've actually done some work to identify what that really translates to. And so we have, and this is a big number, 300 billion data transactions being generated by our customer base out there in the field per year. So we are very strong in what we can offer from an interoperability perspective. I will say that that doesn't stop there. That's what's in the field today in time. But we as a company are very committed to making sure that it's all about the patient, that the data is where it needs to be. And so we've gone ahead and we're entering in on the national level to make sure that we're at the table to help drive this. 
we have made a commitment to the Commonwealth Health Alliance. And we actually recently just hosted the Commonwealth annual meeting back in the fall at our Foxborough building. And so we are a leader, and we believe that we're helping to foster some of that data sharing between these different desperate EHRs or different vendors. We have also entered into the Argonaut Project, which is, as you know, a joint collaboration between HL7 and a number of leading healthcare IT organizations such as ourselves, designed to really improve the health data sharing with these new fire standards. And this is really the next generation framework for interoperability, and we're very excited about it. If anyone's going to be at HIMSS, we're actually going to do some fire demos both within our booth, and we're going to be well represented at the interoperability showcase there. Great. We mentioned population health just a minute ago, both you and Todd. Tell us about your plans for population health. So population health is um, a very big word to many very different people. So the way we have handled it is instead of having a bolt on to the EHR, we've actually embedded and created features within our vast EHR so that when you're a nurse at the bedside, it's part of your process. You're collecting information. You're not stopping and going somewhere else to do this thing called population health. So we've really taken, I think, a very holistic and healthy look at population health. But obviously, when we talk about population health, it is the moving landscape. It is the change from the fee-for-service models that are moving to more value-based reimbursement that are tied to quality. Again, it's the triple aim. It's, it's providing high quality, low cost, and increase those outcomes. So again, we have integration inherently as one patient, one record, one bill, one portal. So we're strong there from a population perspective. So the single platform, the integrated system, allows us to effectively coordinate and manage the care of the population across the entire healthcare ecosystem. We do, and we're very excited about this, we think that this is something that differentiates us from many of what's out there in other EHRs, is we have a very actionable disease registry in our ambulatory product where we're able to proactively manage these chronic diseases of the patients, identify who's at risk, and really try to promote that wellness, try to keep them out of the system. We also have a case management and obviously our home care solution that helps as part of the process post-discharge. I mentioned us being able to consume the patient-generated health data, which is your Fitbits, your glucometers, et cetera, into the system, which also helps with remote monitoring of patients or recently discharged patients, trying to make sure that you have better outcomes and or avoid the 30-day readmissions. So again, the patient data flows through our single platform. We have a single platform analytics engine. We call it our business and clinical analytics, where you can identify high-risk or high-cost patients and identify any type of population of chronic disease trends. So again, it's much more holistic than just a population health bolt-on. We believe that we have done the right thing to ensure that it's embedded, because there's many different pieces to this, throughout our EHR, and everything's real-time and integrated, and like I said, it has to be actionable information and has to be measurable. 
Christine, I want to get your take on something. Uh, when I assess the entire healthcare industry and, and observe all the amazing change going on, the population health actually what I think is one of the most exciting things going on in terms of what I think is its potential and the long-term impact of improving actual patient health, which is, let's not forget what this is all about. I'm just curious as to your take. Is the industry as a whole, I'm not just talking about Meditech, is the industry as a whole, are we moving in the right direction here? I mean, are we beginning to adopt this and believe in it? And are, are we beginning to see the yield that can come from a comprehensive population health system? I'll answer that two different ways if you allow me to. So I think when we talk about population health, I think that the concept is a very strong concept. You really can't argue against it. And as you just stated, it's all about the patient. And we're very passionate about that. Again, our roots are based on that community health care environment. So we believe that health care is local. And you, myself, our parents, our kids, we're all patients as part of that product. So you want the better outcomes at the lower cost. What I would say is that really some of the value-based modeling that goes along with the population health is it's actually done geographically. So if you look at the U.S. map, for example, we're seeing based on certain areas, mainly the larger cities and in kind of that more urban areas, where that impact is progressing much further than maybe your more rural community hospitals, where that necessarily hasn't, the value structure hasn't caught on where they're getting the reimbursements. We just had a wonderful physician CIO forum last month, and one of the topics with a roundtable and in a lot of discussion was around, for example, telehealth. And you can't argue the benefits of telehealth from a remote monitoring perspective and how that would help drive the quality outcomes and also reduce the cost. However, in some states and in some areas, reimbursement is slow to catch up to probably what's needed in the industry. So I think we're moving there at a different pace depending on where folks are located. But I think everyone gets into healthcare for all the right reasons. It's all about the patient. So I do believe it's the right thing to do. I do believe we're moving down that pathway. It's now just making sure that the technology's there, the infrastructure, the interoperability's there, the devices needed in the field, et cetera, or as you start to progress outside of hospitals or even doctor's office walls, what that all means, that's really evolving. And so I'm excited as well because I do think that we're going to see some interesting things in the next five and ten years, and it's going to be definitely a different landscape in, with the end goal of being better for patients. Great. Christine, you mentioned your interoperability plans for HIMSS. Are you able to share any of your other plans for HIMSS? Yes. So we're going to be actually also in the Population Health Summit so we're going to be able to show some of the disease registries that I spoke about, as well as all of the other pieces and parts that make up really population health throughout our EHR. Uh, so we're very excited about that and being able to highlight where we're advancing in those areas. In our booth, we will be able to show you the new physician products. So, you know, come to the booth, pick up an iPad or an Android um, tablet and, and start playing around with it. We do think one of the things that we always say from a physician standpoint is you wouldn't buy a car if you didn't test drive it. So one of the things that the wow factor is, I believe, with our web-based EHR is to pick up a tablet and, and see for yourself how intuitive and easy it is to navigate. 
We will also have, I mentioned the interoperability, but we'll also have various things that you can take a look at, such as the Fitbit integration from a consumer experience and what that looks like with the portal as well as how that goes and feeds the EHR. So we're very excited. We're thinking that 2016 is going to be the year of physician productivity where we can really highlight not only how we're meeting their needs, but how we're actually giving them back time. Yeah, well, it'll be fun to see you at Hims and see all the amazing things that you're doing. Christine, at the top of the show, I think you touched on clinical sophistication. I'd love for you to go a little deeper there. Walk us through how your solutions are, in fact, facilitating improved clinical sophistication. Sure. So, obviously, the healthcare landscape has been changing over the last few years, which we talked about. And the value-based modeling really mandates that you put together good outcomes. So, again... Meditech's EHR patient-centered care really takes it to the next level with its intuitiveness, its specialty-specific functionality that we've been able to develop over time. We have worked alongside of our customers and also our clinicians that we've contracted or hired in to really tailor our product offerings to best meet the variety of the various workflows across the care continuums. And also, one of the things that we focused on as part of that process is really making sure that we're engineering in the process best practices, expert-driven best practices. So we have a series of robust clinical decision support tools that, again, include evidence and expert-based standard content and also a customizable surveillance status board that also can be part on the inpatient side of monitoring and tracking and offering alerts to those patients to ensure that really appropriate care measures are implemented in a timely manner and according to regulatory guidelines, et cetera, to really try to significantly reduce and ultimately prevent any type of, for example, hospital-acquired conditions. We've gone out there and we've really added a lot of resources to beef up our materials related to outcome-based toolkits. So for our customers these days, we really feel that we've partnered with them to really provide that clinical excellence with these outcome-based toolkits. Some that come to mind are CAUTI, sepsis, central lines, and also we've put together some readmission reduction best practices to help folks set up their system and really make sure that they're getting the most out of Meditech's EHR and that it's at an optimum level based on the outcomes that they would expect to get. So again, these are practice-driven education, clinician-targeted content development, so it really runs the gamut, and that paired with what we believe are some clinically sophisticated clinical decision support tools really has enabled our customers to do things like the Davies Awards, the things like the Stage 7. So again, empowering them, making sure that they have the information, and providing them education to set up the system, how it was meant to be designed based on that evidence outcome. Christine, we could have an entire series on all the topics we talked about today, but sadly we're running out of time. Before we let you go, where should people go to learn more about the great work Meditech is doing? Meditech.com is our main website, which is always a good place to start. We are all on the social media networks as well, so follow us on Twitter or LinkedIn. We'd love to connect with you, hear what's on your mind. We're definitely evolving. Come stop at him, see our booth. We're going to be there, and we're going to be loud and proud and make sure that we can show you guys our clinical sophistication as well as the new physician tools 
So many different places, many different means. We're trying to make sure that we stay connected and we hear from what's going on in the industry and we stay connected to both the media as well as the customers as well as even the patients. So again, our customers have changed as well and sometimes we're connecting with patients as well. Christina, it's so great to have you on our show today and for you to share your great wisdom. Thanks for stopping by and joining us. Well, thank you for having me. All right, that wraps this broadcast. On behalf of our guest, Christine Parent, and my co-host, Todd Nick. I'm Joe Lavelle, and we'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare.